Welcome into the newest episode of Side Mission. Like always, I'm your host, Rusty Ellis, today, joined by just two of the boys, Thacker and Kyle. And today, a little bit of an impromptu episode, a game that wasn't really on a lot of our radars. I feel like we say that a lot, and we probably do say that way too much, us being me. Um, Pac-Man World Repacked. I'll tell you, one thing I do love about the remasters, I love the constant creativity in how they say that their game is remastered or remade. I love the constant creativity. Repack, remix, reprobed for Destroy All Humans 2. Hint, hint, that's an episode that'll come a little bit later. Uh, but Pac-Man World repacked. Kyle, this was mainly on your radar, and we're doing this episode mainly because Thacker and I both decided to get the game as well. So uh, tell us just what... I know you played this game as a kid, right, Kyle? Yes. Okay, yeah, so... Back on the PlayStation 1. So, so... I'm guessing you were relatively excited for this then. Oh, yeah. I was really, like, honestly, uh, I, I will go ahead and say this game is um, the first in the uh, a trilogy. Um, there was Pac-Man World 2 and Pac-Man World 3. And this one is, you know, very, very old. Came out back in, like, 1999 on the PlayStation 1. And so I knew right away... Yeah. That, you know, it was going to be a little bit bare bones because back then PlayStation 1 platformers didn't really, you know, they're kind of restricted by uh, the hardware. But for what it was, I think that one of the things I need to start off right away with is it was $30. The yeah. pricing was the yeah. fairest I have seen for a remake in a long or a remaster, time, yeah. especially for an actual remake. You know, I. I wouldn't have been happy if it was full price. I probably would have paid 40 bucks, but the fact that it was actually just $30, like, you know, that I, I really, I, I enjoy when, you know, we're given a piece of our childhood, or, well, when I'm given a piece of my childhood again, and I'm not forced to give an arm and a leg for it just because I want to play, you know, six worlds of Pac-Man. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, like, that's the whole thing I've said with games when it comes to remasters, remakes. I just want to make sure I'm getting my money's worth because I would have been mad for you if you had paid $60 for this. Now, I, 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 I like the game. I think the game is really good. I think it's a really, really good remake. It's a remake, right, Kyle? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure I say the right thing here because obviously there's a big difference between the two. Uh, it's a really good remake, though. It is a really good remake. It, 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 it plays really well. It's really smooth. The biggest negative is probably the controls, but we'll get on that in a bit. I'm not really worried about this. Uh, Thacker, I've never really known you as a platform gamer. Kyle, I've kind of known as, like, that's, Kyle, that's your favorite genre. I'm pretty sure from the very first episode, yeah. you said that was your favorite genre of games was platformers, which yep. I kind of understand. You know, I, I understand why you love them so much because they can be fun when they're done really well. Uh, Thacker, uh, what, are you, what are your overall thoughts on this game? Honestly, so this Kyle, Kyle brought this to me um, literally about a week before we actually discussed it in the chat and everything about whether or not we wanted to do an episode on this. Just asking me, hey, are you going to get this? I had no idea about it. Um, I didn't know that we were getting a remake of it. I'd um, never heard of I, it, yeah. I was, as soon as he said something, I watched the trailer for it. I was like, holy cow, this is childhood again. Um, so of course I told Kyle right off the bat, yeah, let's, I'm, I'm going to get it. And from there we were just gun ho ready for the game to come out. I've always been a retro gamer. In fact, today I just picked up 
another platformer that Kyle, Kyle's probably going to want to steal from me for the NES, but uh, Banjo-Tooie. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but with that, it was one of those that seeing this game get remastered, I was super happy for being the retro gamer I am. And it was one of those where I was just Ooh, excuse me. Um, heck, I, I, I'm totally leaving that in. <laughs> I'm totally leaving that in. That's fine. That's fine. Um, get the raw edition of this. <laughs> uh, but no, like with it, I was super excited for it. In fact, the day it came out, midnight, uh, we were in a party playing Saints Row. Two hours later, Rusty, you went to bed, and I'm like, all right, I need something to do. I downloaded it. By the time you guys got up and back into a party with me, I was already on the final boss. Yeah, I had an issue with that because I went to bed and got up at like nine, like seven hours later, and the first thing I woke up to, I'm, I'm not even kidding, within a minute of me waking up, I had a party invite from Thacker. It was almost <laughs> as if he knew, and that kind of scares me a little bit. But I yeah, think we that... We did stay in for a while. Yeah, that's true. So... I think that this is, a, again, I, I, I really like this game as a game that wasn't, you know, I wasn't looking forward to it at all. I didn't really have any expectations for it. Uh, I really like this game, and I'm not much of a platformer guy. I'll play them, you know, if a big one comes out or if we choose to do an episode and I'll play one. Uh, platformers have never really been my cup of tea. A lot of times, I just feel like the levels get, I don't know, they just all kind of feel a little samey. There's not really a lot of variation right. in the levels. I feel like this game does that very well, though. It, it, it does. There's a lot of variation in each level. Even in the separate worlds, I didn't feel like I was playing the same levels over and over again. I felt like there was a good bit of variety in there. So I think that you know, this game gets a lot there. The game looks good, too. And spoiler alert for a future episode, it looks, it looks sadly a lot better than another game that has recently come out. I'm not going to tell you what, though. Um, but... There's this game looks really good considering how old it is and considering how much work probably went into getting it up to at least somewhat near today's standards. Obviously, you compare it to how, say, a game like Modern Warfare 2 will look or God of War Ragnarok will look, it's probably, probably going to be nowhere near those. But it looks a whole hell of a lot better than Saints Row did, and it runs a whole hell of a lot better. So... Uh, the only reason I specify that is because Thacker asked me in the chat, and that's the game I'm referring to. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so Saints Row did not come out looking the prettiest. Now Saints, and, and we're not going to Saints Row is also not going to hijack this episode. We're not going to go ahead and go and do that big of a tangent nope. on Saints Row. Obviously, we'll have the full episode that we're recording later this week for that. Um, right. But I think that there's a lot to like here, especially if you're there's you know a lot of people right now. That might be in somewhat of a gaming drought. I know that we've kind of feel like we've just come out of one. And I feel like this is a good game. You know, $30 is not a lot of money. It's a good game you can buy if you're just looking for something new to play. Something that can, you know, you try something different. Maybe something you wouldn't normally play. And Kyle, I feel like that's where this game's strong point is. Is that this is really like, it's really, you don't have to have played the original one to really have an appreciation for this. It's a fun game in, in today's, uh, by today's standards. Oh, absolutely. I, I've been having a really good time with it. I uh, I really am excited for this you know series to come back, and I'm hoping that a lot of people who picked up this game enjoyed it because this game can be, you know, a little bare bones in the mechanics side. Um, I wasn't too excited about, you know, the hover ability being square 
and you yeah. know the butt bounce being x again because x is to jump naturally i want to hit x again to to double jump uh, yeah. to hover but I instead it that way. throws me down but um aside aside from that i i really don't have any complaints about this game um what i would like to see is them get enough support to remake the second game because i think that is where this series absolutely shines because the ps2 allowed them to do so much more with you know this world and these characters yeah they created you know in the first game thacker what about you do you do you think this is a good place for people who haven't played do you think this is a good kind of like I don't, I don't know what the phrase, like, you know, kind of a, a buy on a whim kind of game where you're just kind of looking for something new to play and this is there. Honestly, yeah. Um, this game, like I said, wasn't on my radar. And with it, it, literally, I enjoyed the five, six, seven, eight hours I played of it because you get to have that nice feel of a retro game being pac-man or a retro game character such as pac-man and you get to see him in new light that you're not normally used to so it's a good refresher to actually go through and pick this game up for the nice cheap price of 30 bucks compared to nowadays games yes um and be able to just play it and have no and not feel pressured for it like there's no real pressure of like Mm-hmm. time frames there's no real pressure of oh i have to do every single little thing i have to discover every little thing no it was it was a nice refreshing change of pace for video games to have this remaster that's where remaster. i was that's where i was kind of going to go next is that i like how in a you know right now we're, we're seeing a couple games whether it's saints row as we're recording this we're about 17 minutes away from you know the launch of last of us part one uh, we've you know talked about you know Call of Duty and Ragnarok that are going to come later this year. It's nice to have a game that feels like low pressure, that feels low pressure, more chill. You can have a little bit more fun with it. And even if you know you start dying on a couple levels, you don't really find yourself getting all that like frustrated or getting all that angry because again, it's just it's Pac Man. You know the original Pac Man was way more rage inducing than this is. The original irritates me. Yeah, like the fact that they threw the original Pac-Man in here, uh, you know, once you finish the the main story or once you finish, you know, finish the game, uh, just kind of shows that like you play any level from just the game itself that's not the original game, and you know you don't really feel like that angry if you die one or two, one, two, three times in a row. You play the original Pac-Man and you're getting mad as hell. And especially yeah. because lives are easy to come by. Yeah, well, and I think that's a good thing in a game like this, making lives readily available, making it easy to get lives, especially when there's a trophy for having to, you know, get 99 lives in total. Yes. Like, especially when there's a trophy for that, making them relatively easy to attain. I mean, don't get me wrong, you're not going to have 99 lives at the end of the first world. You're not going to have that. It's going to take you playing damn near perfect for quite a few levels and finding every life within that you know, each level that you can to get to that point. Um, but it's certainly attainable, and I like that. I like that, you know, it's a platformer that doesn't have a ridiculous plat- uh, platinum trophy. Uh, a, a lot of people might not have it right now because the game is still so new and it's still, you know, it's probably probably not been bought by the same amount of people who would buy, you know, a major AAA release like some of the ones that we've already mentioned. But 
I like that. I feel like in some platformers, and the easy, easy victim here that you can talk about is Super Meat Boy. Uh, I feel like there are just some platformers out there that just make their their platinums a little bit too ridiculous to where it feels like you almost need to be a masochist to want to go after it. So I feel like this game this game struck a perfect balance in difficulty. There are harder levels, and the boss fights are not incredible. They're not the easiest thing I've ever done in gaming. Uh, I've you know I've 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 played through the te- Walking de- the Telltale Walking Dead games. And I would say those are probably easier than this. So I think that this game strikes a really good balance when it comes to difficulty, when it comes to increasing the challenge you see in each level, the complexity of each level. I really like that. Um, I definitely like the boss levels too. And Thacker, I know that's something that me and you have talked a little bit about, is the boss levels are, are really, really, really well done in this game. And again, for a lot of platformers, this is a make-or-break element, and I feel like they hit a home run with these. Definitely. And the thing with it is I like how these boss battles, they didn't, with it being a 2000 or a PlayStation one game, I like how it didn't just give you the objective of how to beat each boss. Like it actually made you think and play and see how to do it. Especially when you go against Anubis. Yes. And like I told you guys, when y'all got to him, I fucked up and literally just went through and thought, oh, I just have to turn each one of the uh, platform or each one of the levers, whatever, um, yellow, not knowing that I actually had to turn them completely off. And that, I think that was probably the most challenging boss outside of, of course, the final boss, but it was still a nice change of pace to actually see an old game, not just kind of tell you hey this is how you do it yeah but actually yeah. lets you rely on the skills that you have learned to be able to do this thing. no i agree i i think that that's probably like i in, in a way it kind of feels like a, i don't want to say a dumbed down version because that feels like i'm criticizing it when i'm not trying to but it feels like a more simplified version of you know how like in a game like elden ring or sekiro or dark souls you're not really told where to go. You're not really given a lot of objectives. You're not really told how to do a lot of things. You more or less kind of have to figure it out. And I, and I think this is a simplified version of that, basically. And, I mean, it, this game obviously came before those. So, I mean, I think that I, I did like that in the boss fights, even if it meant costing a life or two, I did like it made me feel a whole lot smarter and uh, it made me feel more rewarded by figuring things out instead of it just being like, oh, bounce on this, slam this, throw something at this. It, it, it very much, it, it's that the trial and error in video games is, again, another very big hit or miss thing because in some cases, like, say, Outlast 2, the trial and error gets so repetitive to where you're just figuring out which way you're trying to run so you don't die. On this side, I feel like this is what trial and error should be because it's you figuring out the mechanics of the fight, and they're not so complex that you end up you end up wasting you know an hour, two hours of playtime on a boss just for something that you know on the surface level is pretty simple. I think that again, perfect balance of there's it makes you figure it out, but it's not so complex that you're going to waste a bunch of time figuring it out. Uh, Kyle, what what did you think of the boss fights? Did you do you as a whole? Do you feel like they were faithfully recreated in this version of the game? I do. I was pretty satisfied uh, with them. I um, I really enjoy how much they you know like I I know with some remasters and remakes they will try and add 
too much. They will try and change the game too much, and it, you know, it could work, it could not work. But I don't think you can ever really go wrong with a faithful remake, as we saw with Destroy All Humans. Yeah. You know, and now Destroy All Humans too. Those games were, you know, they were a product of their time, but they were remade faithfully. They didn't add, you know, a whole lot of things outside of cosmetics. They're still the games that, you know, we played as kids, and that's exactly what this is as well. It's if you played this game before, it's exactly what you remember. If you haven't played this game before, it's a pretty pleasant experience to come in and try, and I am pretty satisfied with, you know, not just the level structure, but the boss fights and the overall way that the game was, you know, built. I really, really think that them keeping it, you know, near 100% faithful was the right move. Yeah, I think that, you know, we've gone, we've talked about price points so many times, and I think that for every video game, the argument is different about how many hours is long enough in a story or in a game's playtime for the average for the average player. And, and I feel like 30 bucks when you get to, like, that $30 realm, I feel like it's very, very low risk. Like, you're not taking on a lot of risk and trying a new game. Because I feel like if you get five or six hours out of a $30 game, I feel like you got pretty decent value there. And in a game like this where, you know, again, you unlock the original mode and you're done, and then there's all the stuff you can do for full completion, I mean, you're talking about you're probably getting a solid, I'd say between 10 15 hours on it, depending on how good of a platform gamer you are. I think you're getting a solid 10 to 15 hours, and again, you add the original mode in, that probably adds a little bit more. And I think for a, for a $30 game, I think that's excellent value. I think that is excellent, excellent value for a $30 game. The biggest thing for me is the controls. They do feel dated. Um, the I can't believe I'd say this. The butt slam, or whatever it's called, <laughs> or the, the butt bounce, whatever it's called. Uh, the that, ass blast. The, the ass No, <laughs> my God. Oh, that's probably a top five thing you've said on side mission. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> but it does, it certainly does take a minute to get used to that because as a gamer, I feel like pressing X twice is so ingrained to be double jump or jump and then hover. And it, it, it there's so many lives that I, I can tell you for a fact that I lost just by spamming X thinking, oh, this is, you know, spam X to double jump. And it definitely was not that to double jump. So that that's that's the biggest complaint I have. I wish you could remap the buttons a little bit better, but I feel like there's too many workarounds you kind of have to go through in order, you know, okay, so this is this, this is this. Like you're having to plan ahead almost with, okay, what buttons and what actions am I going to remap in order to get to that point? And at that point, I don't, I don't feel like it's worth it even. I feel like just trying to adjust is the best thing you can do. Um, but if that's the biggest nitpick in this game, then I would say this is a very solid game. I mean, I, I don't think this is a game of the year contender by any means, but I think if we're scoring this game out of 10, I, I'd, I'd feel very confident giving this game a 9. I, I'd, I'd feel very, very yeah, confident. I I'd feel very confident giving it a 9 because I don't think that there's... I don't have that many issues. I don't know how the game's reviewing. I haven't looked up any reviews for the game. And I try not to, you know, when I play, you know, when I play games, I try my best to not watch reviews because I don't want that to skew how I feel about a game. But, I mean, I, I feel like this game's a solid 9. And, I again, I feel I feel confident saying that. There's a lot of things that work really, really well in this game. Uh, Thacker, just kind of closing thoughts. What What's your sales pitch for this game to get somebody new that's never played it to try it? What would you tell them? Oh, wow. Um... First things first, I definitely would 
touch up on the retro feel of a game being that classic love for any Pac-Man game or even the classic um, God, I hate when you put me on the spot like this. You're talking about like classic platformers? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, like classic platformer as well because it it really, that genre of game actually has a huge fan base to it. So that right, those two pieces there, of course, are probably my go-to pitches on this. Other than that, the price itself is my go-to because um, especially if you're looking for a game on the Switch for a mobile-style game, most of Nintendo's games, even when they're pre-owned, yeah. are 55 to 60 bucks. Yeah. Um, so with this one being not a Nintendo title and coming right out the bat at 30 bucks is a huge selling point, especially when you're trying to get a kid into gaming. This is one that's going to help the parents to be able to get an easy, cheap game for their kids and let them be able to play it. Of course, the issue with that is nowadays kids are used to playing GTA, Call of Duty, <laughs> yep. all these games that we really didn't start playing until we were I was probably in high school, yeah. Middle high school. I was in uh, high school when I first got like when I first got into big Call of Duty, I was in I was a sophomore in high school at that point because that was when I got a PS3. So continue, my bad. Yeah, say and with me, dad had a PS2 with GTA Vice City and State of Emergency, both by Rockstar. Um, so I grew up with violent video games like that. Mm-hmm. Might explain my anger issues sometimes, but you know, <laughs> never, never could actually pinpoint that origin Maybe for that. Trauma but, Tuesday. Leave that for Trauma Tuesday. I love that. Hold on, what? He said leave that for for Trauma Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, my God. Like I said, it's it's one of those things that kids nowadays are geared to more violent video games. And parents doing their best. This is a game that I'm going to pitch to the kid. And then from there, pitch to the parents, letting them know, hey, if you're trying to get them off Fortnite, trying to get them off GTA, Call of Duty, whatever, this is a good game to at least let them kind of veg out on. I feel that. I feel like, and this is just what I'll close on, I think that, and this we haven't said this at all yet, and I'm surprised by it, I feel like this is a game that can appeal to a very, very wide audience because there are retro gamers like you, Thacker, and, you know, Kyle, you played this game when you were a kid. You know, this this appeals to those people, but this can also really appeal to younger kids who might have a Switch, their parents might be a little bit weary about getting them into video games and all that, but I, I feel like there's a wide, wide audience for this game, and, again, the strength that you don't have to have played the original, that's a big positive. So I think that we can all safely say Pac-Man World Repack, it's 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 a good it's a good victory for for retro gaming at least you know in in modern times when we're seeing so many games take big leap forward big leaps forward when it comes to you know storytelling gameplay world building it's a nice simple game and it does its job exactly I think it not I think it not only meets expectations I think it surpasses any that you could potentially have on it so Pac-Man World Repack that is going to do it for this episode of Side Mission be sure to follow all three of us as well as Matt on Twitter you can follow our side our our side mission you can follow our Twitter page for the podcast as well at Side Mission Pod for Kyle for Thacker I'm Rusty thanks for listening